today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. We've been talking an awful lot lately about uh, North Korea. It seemed for the longest time we were, uh, we didn't really pay too much attention to what uh, Kim Jong-un did. Or you know, remember when Dennis Rodman was going over there a couple of years ago and they're playing some basketball and all that sort of thing. Um, and now, and every so often, uh, they'd flex their muscles and they'd do some sort of nuclear test or whatever it is that they needed to do. Uh, and largely, this was for more internal politics than it was external, uh, because the people in, in North Korea and in like most communist countries uh, just aren't doing that well. Uh, technology is slow. Uh, it's a fixed uh, economy. It's, it's not a global market. So uh, these people are living in societies that are far less advanced uh, than ours does, despite people who praise Cuba and think it's great and such. Uh, it's very limited on how it's progressed over the years. Uh, same thing with uh, parts of Russia. Same thing with uh, North Korea. And for the most part, again, North Korea would flex its muscles like this um, basically to create fear within its own country and domestically I guess, proved that it was doing something to justify uh, the leadership that was in place. Uh, and now, uh, of course, fast forward President Trump in power, and all of a sudden we seem to be paying a lot more attention to North Korea than we have in the past and taking it a lot more seriously. Is it politics? What has changed? Uh, let's bring in Simon Palomar. Uh, he is a research assistant, Center for International Governance Innovation, and is with us now. Hello, Simon. How are you today? I'm well, Scott. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thanks for taking the time to join us. You know, Simon, as I mentioned, it seemed for the longest time, uh, every so often North Korea would do a a test of some sort and everybody would going, you know, it was was almost like a one-sided fight, uh, trying Mm -hmm. to sort of poke the bear and and, and get everybody's attention. Uh, What has changed? How have we moved from, oh yeah, there's that guy over there every so often doing something we have to keep an eye on, to all of a sudden becoming the focal point of this administration? What's changed here, Simon? Yeah, that's a great question, and it's something that we pondered here quite a bit because North Korea is a, you know, a really tough foreign policy challenge. And it's important to remember the United States, um, for at least you know one, two, three, four administrations now, has wanted to denuclearize the Korean Peninsula, prevent North Korea from acquiring nuclear weapons, and once nuclear, once North Korea got them, get North Korea to give up those nuclear weapons. So. There's nothing new in that regard. This has been a long-standing challenge, but it's been a hard one. It's been a really hard one. Every time it looks like there might be uh, some progress on that front, whether there are negotiations that seem to be bearing fruit or the possibility of North Korea maybe agreeing to a freeze in its program, the the effort falls apart and you're back at square one and the Americans are frustrated, look foolish because they've invested all this time and energy into it, and you're nowhere. So for Donald Trump, so early in his first administration to try to take on such a tough challenge, it does beg the question, you know, what's going on? And there are a couple possibilities here. I mean, one is that something substantive has changed inside North Korea. There has been some concern that North Korea's nuclear weapons program might be further along than we thought. They might be able to produce more weapons more quickly than uh, we previously believed, and they might be getting closer to miniaturizing those weapons so they can mount them 
on missiles. Now, this wouldn't really fundamentally change the challenge that the North Korean government poses, but it would raise some of the risks there. The second really interesting possibility is that we have to remember that the South Korean president just got impeached in March, uh, Park Geun-hye. She was very tough on North Korea. North, uh, South Korea is now going to have an election uh, in about a week from now, on May 9th. And uh, right now, the leading candidate, the guy who's topping the polls, Moon Dae-in, he's run on a policy of you know trying to bury the hatchet with North Korea, if such a thing as possible, to try to reunify the, North, the Korean Peninsula in a, in a peaceful manner. And I think that the Americans might be you know, trying to underscore to the next Korean administration that, you know, you think these guys are easy to get along with. You've never dealt with them, you know, government to government. You know, we have. So, you know, whoever wins, if it's going to be President Moon, realize these guys are tough customers and they're not your friends and your policy might be misguided. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.